Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Good evening, everybody. This is Terry from Texas. Back with episode number 14 of Terry's Mysterious Moments. So let's get right into the show. When I mention the word witch, what do you think of? Do you do you think of a Halloween decoration of a woman with a pointed black hat, perhaps green facial makeup, uh, a hooked nose with warts on it, claw-like hands, a black dress, maybe a broom hovering over a smoking cauldron? Or do we think of Perhaps Samantha Stevens from TV's Bewitched. Hollywood has a lot to do with our formation of thoughts on witches. Um, Witches are mentioned in the Bible. They are not greatly mentioned in the Bible, but they are mentioned in the Bible. There are people in modern times who consider themselves to be witches, warlocks, wizards, whatever. I don't know if they have powers or not. I don't know if they are believing everything that they are engaging in. But uh, to me, when I think of a modern witch, I think of someone who may be a little on the fringe of society uh, simply because of their beliefs. Um, They're not really a social group except amongst themselves. Um, I think of people who dress like goth not necessarily goth people but people who dress like goth um i think of english witches as being the people who gather at stonehenge once twice three times a year whatever to do their their rituals out there in their white robes uh making hand signs and and speaking in their their language they speak But whatever our beliefs on witches, I would like to talk to you about one right now. Uh, One that, among paranormal circles, people know about, uh, they have heard of somewhere down the line. And I'm talking about the Bell Witch of Tennessee. About 200 years ago, around the year of 1817, in a little place 
near what is now Adams, Tennessee, on the Red River. A family named Bell lived in a nice house, but things started happening in the house. There were scratchings, there were noises, there were raps, there were... Um, the sons were awakened by what they thought was a rat chewing on their, their bed leg. Uh, they were up and down all night one night trying to find the rat and they couldn't find it. The daughter, Betsy, was uh, had her hair pulled. She was slapped. She was prodded. She was poked. She was bothered by this entity. And when word started getting out that things were happening at the Bell House, people started trying to help. Uh, and, and I'm sure that a lot of it was because of their curiosity. Curiosity. But there were obviously people there that thought they, they had the answer and they could really help things out. So, in the course of time, over about four years, uh, the Bell family endured much disturbance. Uh, John Bell Sr. started having physical problems. He was unable to breathe at times. His tongue would swell. Uh, he couldn't swallow. He couldn't eat. Um, and there was a point in time when Somehow, someone got this entity, excuse me, to be able to speak. And over the course of time, it identified itself as a witch. And called itself Katie Bat's Witch. Although that was not the only thing it called itself, that's not the only thing it said it was, uh, it is mostly identified by the name the Bell Witch, so we'll go with that. It did not like John Bell Sr. for whatever reason. Some people said it was because in in North Carolina, John Bell Sr. was accused or was believed to have caused the death of a man named John Black, who was an overseer on his plantation. And the supposed reasons were given as either John Black mistreated the slaves on the plantation and John Bell did not like that or Mr. Black had intentions on Lucy Bell John's wife and John could brook no competition so he removed Mr. Black from the picture that is a supposition that has not been proven. Nobody has ever said that John Bell did kill this man. It was just a supposition. So we get back to Tennessee, and this entity is causing all kind of ruckus in the Bell house. However, not everybody in the family was being mistreated. Lucy Bell was looked upon with almost a love by this entity. 
and the entity even said something about Lucy being a wonderful person. It would sing to her. It would do nice things for her. At the same time as it was tormenting her husband and her daughter and just about everybody else in the house. The house that the Bells moved into in Tennessee was built years earlier by the local school teacher's grandfather. The local school teacher was a man named Richard Powell, and it was thought that Richard Powell might have intentions on Betsy Bell <clears throat> and may have had some information about the the construction of the house as to help him get around within secret passages as were as were done for the case of Indian attacks they could hide in the walls and things like that then Mr. Powell may have had inside information about the construction of the house which would allow him to move around freely and make the noises, the knockings, the rappings, the scratchings that were being attributed to this entity. Uh, and it is a, a known fact that Powell indeed lived with the Bells for a short time. Betsy, although had her cap set for another man, and the witch did not like that. The witch really tormented her until such time as Betsy broke off the engagement with this man. And the witch seemed to be happy with that. Well, the times went on, and of course, word gets around when something like this is going on and people were coming from far and wide and it is even listed in part of the legend <coughs> excuse me part of the legend that Andrew Jackson with whom John and his oldest son had served during the Battle of New Orleans had heard about the Bell's misfortunes in Tennessee and come down from Nashville to try to assist and he brought several men with him, one who supposedly was a medium. And another one who supposedly could speak to spirits. The, the two different sides of the coin, I suppose, here. But uh, there was actually a story told that Andrew Jackson actually fired a pistol shot at the witch. I don't know that he had seen an entity. Uh, he had seen something. But it basically ran Andrew Jackson and his men off because he proved that the one man was not a medium and the other guy had more to hide than just that he could talk to spirits. So they, they left, and that was the end of the excitement with Andrew Jackson. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Well, over the course of time, John Bell continued to have health problems, and the witch kept tormenting him endlessly and said that she would not be happy or it would not be happy until John Bell was dead because she just did not like old John Bell. And John Bell did indeed die in a manner that the entity took uh, responsibility for. Uh, there was there were two stories given about this particular incident where a vial of poison was found up the chimney flue and when it was discovered the next day John Bell was dead another part of, another version of the story says that it was found in the cupboard and John Bell died the next day from poison which would cause this um there there's an area apparently near this homestead that is a cave that is also attributed to the uh presence uh, the presence of the bell which is attributed to being in the cave <coughs> excuse me and there have been you know, recordings made in the cave. There have been filmings done in the cave. And there have indeed been some supernatural activity within the cave. Um, the Bell Witch, apparently in 1821, four years after it appeared, after John Bell had died, left but said it would return in seven years. And it did. It came back and was raising holy cane. And and to to back up a bit, at John Bell's funeral, it was said to have appeared in the in the churchyard and in the cemetery, singing wildly and singing drunken drinking songs, uh, singing drunkenly and just disrespecting John Bell's memory. Uh, it came back in 1828, I believe it is, and it also came back again in 1835, which it said it would do. So the John, I'm sorry, not the John Bell, the Bell Witch uh, is an entity. There was never a flesh and blood person attached to it unless you use the name Katie Batts, which Katie Batts had been a neighbor uh, in one story, was a neighbor of John Bell's there in Tennessee with whom he was having um, property line problems. And she died before they were settled, apparently. So some people um, attribute her to being the witch because um, she was known from people, uh, known by people in the area as being an odd character. And odd characters tended to get labeled as witches and demons and whatever else. <clears throat> there have been a few attempts at putting this story on film. Uh, one was an American haunting, which uh, told a completely different story about John Bell. 
Um, I won't go into it, but uh, it was it was a different story than anything I'd ever read before about it. Um, parts of of this story were used in the Blair Witch. There were some aspects of the story that were used in the Blair Witch, uh, and other other witchcraft type stories. Um, so, whether you believe in the Bell Witch, or whether you believe in witches, suffice it to say that there was something odd going on there in Adams, Tennessee, and there were some unusual problems. Um, in later years, people have have given the blame, if you will, to young Betsy because she was in her early to mid-teens when this was going on. And as in the Fox Sisters in upstate New York, when, when their poltergeist activity began in their home, uh, they were of about the same age, but it was proven that they could... Uh, crack the knuckles on their toes without anybody knowing and it sounded like tapping in the house they blamed Betsy because she was of the age where hormonal effects can cause things like this they were they could be attributed to poltergeist activity I don't know if the the bell witch is real I I tend to think there was something going on there. Um, but I find it a fascinating story. Uh, there are still people talking about it today, and, and it's still well known in Adams in the area. I talked to a lady here in San Antonio who was from Tennessee, although across the state, and I said, have you ever heard of the Bell Witch? And she said, oh yeah. I've heard of that. I know about that story. So it's a widespread story. It's a well-known story. Uh, it has different aspects to it. It it rather depends on who you're reading, as to who's writing the story, as to what version you're li you're getting. But it's one of those interesting one of those interesting things about. You, why does stuff like this happen, you know, and, and why is it certain members of the family who were affected during supposed hauntings? Um, <clears throat> eventually, the whole family was being affected because this this entity would yank the blankets off of the kids while they were trying to sleep and uh, pull the sheets down and, and do all kinds of un, un, unkind acts. So, there's my story of the Bell Witch. Um, there's a lot more to this story, uh, but it, it kind of gets repetitive and it goes in so many different directions, you don't know which rabbit to chase. So, we're going to just leave it at what I've talked about. And if anybody who listens is from Tennessee and has any information on this, please contact me. I'd love to hear from you at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. I will accept any messages. 
I will respond to the messages. I would love to hear from people. Um, if you have a story idea, please send it to me and we'll talk about it. I, I love to hear ideas. Um, I thank you folks who have listened up till now. And I, I thank you for sharing my stories with others. I appreciate it. I appreciate Aaron over at Real Paranormal Activity because we're under the the auspices of Real Paranormal Activity, and we thank him for that. So you can listen to Real Paranormal Activity on Monday nights, and you can listen to us on Wednesday nights. And you go to my Facebook page for Terry's Mysterious Moments. You see my smiling face. Hello. And... You can leave messages there. You can read different things that I've written. Um, read comments from other people, which are great. And I just enjoy doing the show for you. And I hope we can. I hope we can keep it up for a while. So, if you've enjoyed the stories, please let me know. If you've enjoyed the show, let me know. If you have a story idea, let me know. If you don't like the show, let me know. I, you know. Let's talk about it. Anyway, that's what I have for this week. And I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. And I just want to say have a very, very good night and a very good week. And we'll talk to you next time. Good night.